This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. This is the wrap up show. And you're going to hear news about Tesla, Twitter, SpaceX, everything Elon Musk that happened this week. And if you like Elon Musk, please take a second and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now. Thank you so much. Now let's get into the news. Twitter, an undoubted king of the bite-sized text content domain, may soon have to defend its reign against a challenger born from the heart of Meta Platforms, Inc. This time, it's not a photo or video sharing platform that threatens the status quo, but a new text-based app bearing Instagram's DNA, set to shake up the text-based social media landscape. And the revelation came via Leah Haberman's ICYMI Substack newsletter, which broke the news, offering the world its first glimpse of the proposed Instagram's text-based Twitter rival. Haberman shared details and what appears to be an unmasked marketing slide from the secretive project in setting a buzz of anticipation across tech communities worldwide. Now, remarkably, the marketing slide did not christen the app with a standalone name. Rather, it humbly referred to it as Instagram's new text-based app for conversations. The under-the-radar app, identified by its codename P92 or Barcelona, has been taking form in the creative labs at Meta as per Haberman's report. What makes Barcelona unique is its native integration with Instagram. The platform will allow users to log in using their Instagram credentials. As seamless as it sounds, this merger implies that your followers, handle, bio, and verification status will effortlessly migrate from Instagram to this new app. Now, Barcelona promises a user experience comprising a feed, similar to the current Instagram model, Still, it's tailored for text content, allowing posts of up to 500 characters enhanced with links, photos, or videos. And the concoction feels akin to a love child of Instagram and Twitter, as evidenced by two screenshot prototypes shared in the leaked marketing material. Now, Meta, armed with lessons from its existing platforms, plans to launch Barcelona with robust moderation controls. The proposed app will empower users with settings to moderate who can reply or mention the accounts, an essential feature in the face of increasing calls for online safety and control. Now, consistent with the user-first approach, any accounts that users have previously blocked on Instagram will remain blocked in the new platform. Now, Instagram's new endeavor is not just a leap into text-based domain. It's also a stride towards decentralization. Now, according to the leaked slide, Barcelona will soon offer compatibility with other apps such as Mastodon. Users on these external apps 
could interact with public Barcelona profiles and content or private ones if approved. In the mutual interaction, hints at activity pub compatibility, which Meta has reportedly been exploring with other tech companies. Now, the potential release of Barcelona could be a game changer for Instagram and by extension for Meta. With Twitter's popularity waning due to recent changes, particularly after the acquisition by Elon Musk and dissatisfaction among its user base, Instagram's text-based offering could provide a timely alternative. It might become a beacon for those seeking a new platform for bite-sized updates. Now, while decentralized platforms like Mastodon and Blue Sky have gained some momentum, Barcelona could provide a familiar home for Instagram's massive user base. It could offer a seamless transition, sparing users the hustle of building new followings or unfamiliar platforms. Yet Meta's silence adds an element of suspense to the anticipation. The tech giant has declined to comment, echoing its statement from March when it hinted at the development of a standalone decentralized social media for sharing text updates. Now, Meta's vision was a separate space for creators and public figures to share timely updates about their interests, a vision that Barcelona seemingly encapsulates. And the race to become the preferred alternative to Twitter seems to be heating up. With giants like Meta entering the fray, the competitive landscape has not been this intense since the early days of social media, when platforms like Facebook and Twitter were battling for users' attention. Meta's new text-based offering promises to disrupt the status quo, bringing a fresh perspective to the market. And the inception of Barcelona seems to have been guided by an astute reading of the social media zeitgeist. The platform strikes at the heart of one of the most glaring issues on social media today, the difficulty of building and maintaining a follow base. In a world where follower count is often a measure of success and reach, Meta's decision to allow a smooth transition of Instagram followers to Barcelona could be a winning move. And this decision could be a tipping point for content creators and influencers who have been exploring alternative platforms but are hesitant to abandon their hard-earned Instagram follower base. Additionally, the early emphasis on user safety and moderation is a telling reflection of Meta's renewed commitment to user safety and well-being. And in a world where online harassment and trolling are rampant, the ability to control who can reply or mention your account can be a valued tool. This feature indicates Meta's intent to create a healthier social networking environment. Now, potentially setting a new standard for user control across the social media industry. Yet the most intriguing aspect of Barcelona might be its proposed decentralization and compatibility with other apps. Decentralization, a buzzword right now in the tech community, has been gaining traction as a way to give users more control and more privacy. And the integration with Mastodon is particularly noteworthy, considering Mastodon's growing reputation as a decentralized, open-source alternative to commercial social networks. This unprecedented step signals Meta's intent to be more open and cooperative with the broader tech community, which could represent a paradigm shift in the typically walled-off world of social media. Nonetheless, the road to Barcelona's launch is laden with uncertainty. The leaked marketing slide provides an exciting glimpse into the project, but many details remain under wraps. As anticipation builds, questions loom about the platform's specific features, its release timeline, and how it will differentiate itself from its competition. Now, Meta's refusal to comment only adds to the mystery, leaving tech enthusiasts and Instagram's user base eagerly awaiting 
more official announcements. And if Barcelona materializes as it's being conceived, it could reshape the social media landscape. The platform promises to bring a fresh perspective to the text-based content realm, offering a welcome alternative for those disgruntled with Twitter's trajectory. Instagram's massive user base and the prospect of seamless transition could give Barcelona an edge in its competition with Twitter, Mastodon, and Blue Sky. However, whether Barcelona will live up to its promise remains to be seen. Its success or failure could provide valuable insights into the evolving demands and preferences of social media users in this digitally intertwined age. Now, as we wait for Barcelona to drop, the race is on to create the next generation of social media platforms that offer more user control, better privacy, and safer online spaces. And it's a bold promise if Instagram is behind this and it has every chance to be a major player in this game. Departure marks a new era in space travel and exploration. As the second private astronaut mission executed by Axiom Space, the event illustrates the escalating trend towards commercial space flight, democratizing access to the stars. It lifted off at 5.37 p.m. Eastern Time, and the spacecraft and its trailblazing crew separated from the rocket's upper stage at about 12 minutes after liftoff. The SpaceX-engineered Dragon spacecraft is set to dock with the International Space Station on May 22nd, around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, signifying the beginning of the AX-2 crew's extraordinary journey. The spacecraft and its crew will inhabit the space station for an eight-day mission, engaging in a host of scientific, commercial, and exploratory activities. Leading the AX-2 team is Peggy Whitston, the former NASA astronaut who holds the distinguished U.S. record for longest cumulative time in space, totaling 665 days. Whitston is currently leveraging her considerable expertise as Director of Human Spaceflight at Axiom, steering the company's foray into the final frontier. Now, joining Whitston is John Schaffner, a private astronaut who served as a backup for Axiom's inaugural AX-1 mission in 2022. Schaffner now takes the helm as pilot for AX-2, contributing his wealth of experience and skill to the mission. The team is rounded out by mission specialist Ali Akwarni and Rayana Barunawi, two Saudi astronauts selected by the Saudi Space Commission in February as part of the partnership agreed signed with Axiom Space in September of 2022. Now, those two are not just astronauts. They're also representatives of their nation, becoming the second and third Saudi citizens to venture into space. They follow in the celestial footsteps of Sultan bin Salman al-Sad, who blazed the trail as a payload specialist on a space shuttle mission in 1985. More significantly, Barnawi holds the prestigious title of the first female Saudi astronauts, marking a landmark moment for the nation's space efforts. Now, while originally planned for a 10-day stint at the ISS, the AX-2's mission duration was clipped to eight days due to a delayed Falcon Heavy launch. And as the launch schedule tightened, Axiom Space and NASA made the mutual decision to adjust the mission's length, fitting it into the bustling manifest of missions targeting the station. And despite the shortened timeline, Axiom Space maintains high expectations for the mission. Derek Hassman, Chief of Mission Integration and Operations at Axiom Space, assured in a May 15th briefing that the company prioritized planned research activities while cutting some low-priority outreach activities. 
The Saudi astronauts, nevertheless, are expected to conduct a whole series of media events during their IS tenure, including engaging with students in interactive sessions. Now, before the mission reduction, the crew already faced an extensive schedule. The team is prepared to conduct over 20 experiments spanning various fields, from life sciences to in-space manufacturing. An axiom in its pursuit to develop commercial modules for the ISS as a precursor for a standalone space station will also execute its own technology demonstration. Now, describing the mission, Lucy Lowe, chief scientist at Axiom, emphasizes intensity during an April briefing. We have an absolutely jam-packed mission, she said, outlining the wide array of experiments provided by the Saudi Space Commission and other partners. And Axiom, she explained, has been laboriously working to accommodate these projects into the available crew time and ISS resources. In her words, the process was like playing a massive game of very complicated four-dimensional Jenga. Now, Axiom has not let past experiences go unlearned. Lessons from AX-1, where the four-person crew were swapped with tasks, have been instrumental in preparing for AX-2. The crew adapted the mission training, intensifying focus in some areas while tapering it to others. And taking a leaf from past practices, Whitston, at a May 16th briefing, highlighted the necessity to return to a short-duration training style, similar to space flight training for the space shuttle. Said, focusing on the areas where we need the most experience with, she said, Whitson's own schedule is much less constrained than that of her predecessor, who commanded AX-1 last year. She assured, I'll be available to help the crew members a lot more as they need assistance, which will primarily just be the first day or two. And it's notable that AX-2 marks the 10th crewed flight by SpaceX in less than three years. This journey began with a Demo-2 commercial crew test flight for NASA in May of 2020. And since then, SpaceX has launched six crew rotation missions to the ISS, including AX-1 and the trailblazing Inspiration-4, a private astronaut mission in 2021 that spent three days in space without docking with the International Space Station. And as Axiom Space steps forward into this new frontier of commercial spaceflight, each mission marks an incremental shift in the world of space exploration, one that grows increasingly commercial, inclusive, and also exciting. And these missions aren't just about reaching for the stars, they're about making them more accessible to everybody. And in this sense, Axiom Space isn't just launching rockets with SpaceX, they're launching dreams for a new frontier and they're inviting us all to look up and see where the future is headed and axiom space isn't even getting started the leadership at axiom envisions that private space flight will continue much later than when the space station is retired which nasa anticipates will happen around 2030 and axiom is one of several u.s companies that are going to be building a new privately owned space station it's an effort supported by NASA, but the private sector is picking up the tab on this one. The AX-2 crew will work closely with the professional astronauts that are already on the space station, and those astronauts will show the new AX-2 mission astronauts the ropes on board of the station, such as the kitchen, the bathroom, where to sleep, how to sleep, and certain areas will remain off-limits for just the International Space Station professional astronauts. That's been a great update about Axiom Space. I hope you enjoyed it. 
And I hope you enjoy Spaceflight because it's really cool. It's really interesting. And I also hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're on right now. A lawsuit targeting Elon Musk's SpaceX and the Federal Aviation Administration initiated by environmental activists and cultural heritage nonprofits is set to have a new ally on the defense. Now, first and foremost, it was just the Federal Aviation Administration that was being sued by these activists. And now SpaceX is part of the defense. The lawsuit was sparked by the fiery outcome of Starship's maiden first flight last month, a stark reminder of the explosive risks tied to pioneering cosmic adventures. Now, on Friday, SpaceX filed a motion asking federal judge Carl Nichols to permit it to rally beside the FAA in defense against the plaintiffs, which include environmental groups and heritage advocates. Surprisingly, according to court documents, the plaintiffs do not object to SpaceX's intervention. Now, this response isn't entirely unexpected. Jared Margolis, senior attorney at the Center for Biological Diversity and the plaintiff's lead counsel, commented that intervention by the applicant in cases concerning their permits is pretty standard. And the plaintiffs have accused the FAE of being lax in their duty to conduct comprehensive environmental studies on SpaceX's activities. Now, they contend that the organization should have scrutinized the environmental impacts of launching the world's largest rocket, the Starship from SpaceX's Starbase, nestled on the Gulf Coast near Brownsville, Texas. And these concerns have amplified following the explosion of the first test flight, raising questions about the environmental hazards associated with such incidents. Now, according to the plaintiffs, the preventive measures prescribed by the FAA for SpaceX are insufficient to circumvent significant negative effects on endangered species, their habitats, and the tribes who hold the land and wildlife as sacred. In its filing on Friday, SpaceX addressed the potential repercussions it faces if the environmental activists win the lawsuit. These extend beyond financial strains to include undermining national interest and impeding scientific benefits associated with the Starship. SpaceX warned, quote, if the court were to rule in plaintiff's favor, the FAA's decision could be set aside and further licensing of the Starship Super Heavy program could be significantly delayed. Moreover, the plaintiffs are pushing for the FAA to conduct an environmental impact study, a process that could considerably postpone SpaceX's Starship operations in Texas. SpaceX, in its motion, also stated that the FAA does not adequately represent the company's interests in the lawsuit citing that the government agency has a direct economic interest in the case, which the government does not share. Now, the FAA refrained from commenting on this ongoing litigation. The SpaceX stakes are incredibly high at this point. In an accompanying declaration to the motion, SpaceX Chief Financial Officer Brett Johnson detailed the potential damages to the company if the lawsuit doesn't swing in their favor. Johnson emphasized that SpaceX has invested more than $3 billion into developing the Starbase facility and the Starship system since July of 2014. And just this year, the company plans to funnel about $2 billion into Starship's development. As per Elon Musk's comments after the first fully stacked launch attempt. Now, highlighting SpaceX's future missions, Johnson shared that the company already has a robust pipeline of contracts from Starship missions. This includes a major NASA contract worth up to $4.2 billion for lunar landings and several agreements with high-profile individuals for private space flights. And those are valued in the hundreds of millions of dollars. 
Now, moreover, the Starship is a linchpin for the company's Starlink satellite internet business, which currently serves over 1.5 million customers. Now, losing the lawsuit, as Johnson pointed out, would not only hamper SpaceX's business, but also disappoint hundreds of thousands of people awaiting an upgraded Starlink constellation. Now, such a loss would also compel the company to substantially reduce its investment in the Starbase facility, affecting local employees and communities. And the maiden Starship launches aftermath, featuring a debris-strewn launch pad in a landscape scarred by an impromptu fire, raised alarm bells about the potential environmental toll. The Starship launch was an awe-inspiring spectacle, celebrating the gargantuan 400-foot-tall rocket's climb for over three minutes, yet it was underscored by engine failures, extensive damage to ground infrastructure, and an eventual mid-air detonation. And the fallout extended far beyond the scorched earth of the launch site. The force of the explosion carved a crater in the ground and scattered debris into nearby tanks, towers, and equipment, and raised a dust cloud riddled with particulate matter reported to reach as far away as six miles from the launch pad. Now, perhaps most worrying for the local ecology, the test flight also sparked a 3.5-acre forest fire. Now, Phil Metzger, a planetary scientist affiliated with the University of Central Florida, is currently investigating the composition of the particulate matter samples. Metzger shared with CNBC that the amount of concrete blowing around could have obliterated the rocket on the launch pad, suggesting that SpaceX had dodged a bullet with the launch. Metzger commented, it could have been much worse than it was. I think they made a mistake by taking a risk and launching off the concrete surface, trying to do it that way one time, but it was like a 70% success. They cleared the tower, tested the first stage, and got a lot of good data found a problem with the staging, and hopefully we'll be able to have that fixed and have a better outcome in the next test. Yet the environmental consequences of the launch pad debris and mid-air rocket explosion extend far beyond just property damage. Endangered species inhabiting or migrating through the area were potentially affected, a factor not overlooked by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and independent researchers who are currently examining the environmental impacts of the Starship test flight and explosion. But even amidst the contentious environmental lawsuit, SpaceX's motion outlined the scientific advantages that the Starship could bring to the table for all of humanity. According to SpaceX, the rocket's unparalleled capabilities will allow scientists to focus on previously impossible scientific missions and pursue the fastest, easiest way to get their missions from concept to execution. The sheer capability of Starship could revolutionize space exploration. SpaceX emphasized, for instance, with its large capability and capacity, Starship could economically put large telescopes and heavy scientific experiments in orbit and cargo, people, and even colonies on the moon and the moons of other planets and other planets. And despite this ongoing lawsuit and environmental concerns, SpaceX seems determined to continue forging ahead. They're building up their Starbase facility and they're underscoring the need for a fine balance between rapid technological advancement and environmental protection. And as this case continues to unfold, this community will watch the legal, environmental, and business implications and their potential impact of the future of this gigantic rocket, the gigantic facility that at Boca Chica Starbase, Texas, and all of commercial spaceflight for the future. And when a startling revelation then has the potential to reshape the political landscape, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is slated to announce his presidential run during a conversation with none other than Twitter's current CEO, 
Elon Musk. This information, according to three individuals privy to the plan, was revealed to NBC News, igniting waves of speculation and intrigue. The announcement is to take place on Twitter Spaces, Twitter's audio chat platform, at 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Tech entrepreneur David Sachs, known for his close ties with both Musk and DeSantis, will moderate the event. Later that evening, campaign launch video will be released, making the commencement of DeSantis's tour to several crucial states post-Memorial Day. This orchestrated move seems set to tie together the political ambitions of a prominent Republican Party figure with a globally recognized tech mogul's influence and reach. And Musk's admiration for DeSantis is no secret. The governor, known for the critique of corporate media, received Musk's public support last year, signaling the billionaire's potential backing should DeSantis run for president. This newly forged alliance could significantly bolster DeSantis's campaign by introducing him to Musk's colossal following, notably his 140 million-plus Twitter followers. However, it also presents a potential drawback should DeSantis become ensnared in Musk's myriad of controversial statements. In a unique alignment of stars, the announcement will occur simultaneously with a retreat in Miami for a high-profile fundraisers dedicated to supporting DeSantis. These influential financiers will convene at the Four Seasons Hotel from May 24th to the 26th for briefings from the campaign staff and dedicated time to raise funds for DeSantis's presidential bid. The bond between DeSantis and Musk has been cemented over weeks of talks, during which Musk, according to sources familiar with the dialogue, expressed doubts about former President Donald Trump's chances of reclaiming the White House. This sentiment, rooted in a desire for future victories, has opened new doors for DeSantis' campaign. And during the Wall Street Journal's 2023 CEO Summit Council, Musk confirmed his involvement in the DeSantis announcement but was quick to clarify that he wasn't planning on formally endorsing the governor just yet. This carefully measured approach shows Musk's reluctance to pledge himself entirely to a single candidate, emphasizing his focus on the groundbreaking nature of a major announcement like this on his social media platform. However, despite Musk's caution, sources reveal that DeSantis's team views Musk's involvement as a clear endorsement. Musk's unpredictability as another layer to this complex relationship, as shown by his recent praise of an ad by Senator Tim Scott, a competitor of DeSantis for the GOP nomination. Now, Musk's participation in the launch, whether or not it culminates in a full endorsement of DeSantis, puts Twitter at the forefront of the upcoming presidential elections, a position unprecedented for a tech company. Unlike other platforms that have previously launched election hubs and voter registration efforts, Twitter is embracing its political connection thanks to Musk's decision to partake in DeSantis' campaign announcement. And the historical roots of this unique partnership trace back to a dinner party in Austin, Texas, in early of 2021, where DeSantis and Musk were among the attendees. Their connection has been further cemented through Sachs, a staunch DeSantis supporter and a reputed member of Musk's inner circle, especially regarding Twitter. And Musk's purchase of Twitter and his subsequent promises to restore quote, free speech to the platform, long accused of censoring conservatives, have endeared him to many right-leaning users. His bold decisions, such as reinstating accounts previously suspended by spreading misinformation, have caused a stir in the political and social media landscape. Notably, former Fox News host Tucker Carlson, a major figure in conservative media, is set to launch a new show on Twitter. And 
This seems to be one of the factors making the partnership with Musk attractive to DeSantis. As per sources close to the campaign, DeSantis's aides have observed Twitter becoming a more hospitable space for conservative firebrands under Musk's leadership, a strategy that once was the secret weapon of Trump himself. DeSantis, in this context, appears to be riding on the coattails of this development, bypassing traditional media to connect directly with his conservative base. Interestingly, though, even though Trump's Twitter ban was lifted by Musk last fall following the Capitol insurrection incident, Trump has yet to re-engage with the platform. DeSantis's team sees this as an opportunity. They envision a campaign that emphasizes a positive future for the country, highlighting success versus failure, winning versus losing, action versus talk. In this frame of reference, announcing on Twitter seems to be a fitting strategy for this campaign. One Trump advisor communicated this perspective is saying, announcing on Twitter is perfect for Ron DeSantis. This way he doesn't have to interact with people and the media can't ha ask him any questions. However, this plan comes with its own set of risks. Global recognition and popularity could potentially outshine DeSantis who, despite the subsequential and substantial standing in Republican political circles, does not share the same level of recognition as Elon Musk. Additionally, DeSantis may find himself answering for Musk's controversial statements, potentially down to specific tweets, such as his remarks about George Soros that sparked backlash from Jewish leaders. Yet sources close to the campaign assert that DeSantis's team isn't concerned about these potential pitfalls. They argue that the governor is comfortable sharing the spotlight, underlining his focus on the campaign rather than personal publicity. However, there's another hurdle DeSantis may face. Despite the massive support Musk could offer, Trump has built his potential persona as the underdog battling powerful forces within his own party and beyond. And this narrative could potentially frame Musk and by extension DeSantis as another corporate titan opposing Trump's movement. Now, amid all this political maneuvering, Musk's tenure as Twitter CEO is coming to an end soon. He recently announced the potential of Linda Yaccarino, former head of ad sales for NBC Universal, as the next CEO of Twitter. And despite stepping down, Musk has promised to remain actively involved in product design and new technology while Yaccarino heads the business operations department. Now, the forthcoming weeks will be very interesting at Twitter. And as we observe how these dynamic cross-industry alliances unfold and impact the run onto the presidential elections, it's going to be pretty fun to watch. Now, for now, it seems that the world of politics and social media is going to be intertwined for a while, and this political season is no different than any other political season. Everyone's trying to get their political opinions out there, and Ron DeSantis is taking his to Twitter. This podcast is brought to you by StarshipShirts.com. Find the coolest tees, mugs, and more inspired by Elon Musk's universe. Celebrate your love for SpaceX, Tesla, and beyond. And gear up with StarshipShirts.com, where every purchase is a launch pad for adventure. <laughs> Tesla's Model Y is challenging established norms by potentially becoming the world's best-selling car in quarter one of 2023, as reported by industry analysis specialist Jado Dynamics. And this breakthrough comes in the wake of CEO Elon Musk's bold 2022 prediction that the Model Y, despite its premium price tag, would top global sales in 2023. Factors driving this shift include Tesla's aggressive pricing strategy, global expansion efforts, 
and the increasing consumer preference for electric vehicles. While Toyota Corolla is a strong contender, the gap is narrowing, indicating the automotive world might be on the brink of an electric revolution led by Tesla. In a remarkable turn of events for the automotive industry, Tesla's Model Y, a purely electric vehicle, has ascended to the top of global sales rankings, a trend-shattering move that resonates with Elon Musk's predictions from 2022. According to industry analytics expert Shado Dynamics, data sourced from 53 markets worldwide indicate the Model 3 could have earned the title of the world's best-selling car in the first quarter of 2023, marking a paradigm shift in the auto industry. Now, this groundbreaking development in Tesla's history can be traced back to August of 2022 during the annual shareholders meeting. Tesla CEO Elon Musk put forth a prophecy. The Model Y would outpace all new vehicle sales globally in 2023, ultimately emerging as the reigning champion. The statement, unsurprisingly, was met with raised eyebrows and cautious skepticism given the Model Y's substantial average price tag for a mid-sized SUV. Nevertheless, a combination of Tesla's aggressive global outreach and recent strategic price cuts appears to have amplified the Model Y's appeal. Consumers have responded with enthusiasm, have evidenced by the burgeoning sales figures. And the year 2022 saw the Model Y catapult to the third spot in global rankings, tailing two entrenched champions of the industry, the Toyota RAV4 and the Corolla. And according to the data from 152 markets, Tesla succeeded in selling a whopping 747,500 units of the Model Y, making a staggering 91% increase from the previous year. And the competition was fierce, though. The Model Y trailed behind the Corolla sedan by a margin of 244,000 units and lagged behind the RAV4 by a slightly larger deficit of 268,000. However, as Tesla continues to trim its car prices in tandem with the flourishing EV market, this gap is likely narrowing, bringing Musk's prediction within the realm of possibility. And the first quarter of 2023 has witnessed an impressive surge in Model Y sales, with the brand making significant headway. A total of 267,200 units found owners, significantly heftier increase of about 69% year over year. And this sales uptick was primarily driven by key markets such as China, the U.S., and Europe. In the United States, the Model Y posted a 68% surge, whereas in Europe, the electric SUV managed to top the sales charts, validating Tesla's disruptive business model. And despite its variety of body types, sedan, wagon, and hatchback, the Toyota Corolla appeared to lose some ground with a tally of 256,400 units. The Corolla? car synonymous with reliability and affordability, has been a stalwart of popularity across the globe for many years. However, it recorded a concerning downward sales trend, with a 29% drop in China and 10% decline in the U.S. The Corolla's current generation was introduced in March of 2018, whereas the Tesla Model Y debuted a year later in March of 2019. And the close launch timeline of these two vehicles means the sales landscapes remain fluid and the ultimate champion by year-end is anybody's guess. Now, the Model Y's success is not just about its robust sales figures. It's also about what those numbers represent. The vehicle's stellar performance showcases the growing allure of electric SUVs, a trend that many industry pundits claim is the future 
of the automotive industry. Tesla, through the Model Y, appears to have hit the sweet spot, offering consumers a blend of SUV practicality with zero emission benefits. Now, on the other hand, the Corolla, titan of this industry, continues to enjoy the advantage of being a truly global product. The Corolla, with it being available in nearly every corner of the world, represents robust sales backbone. And this broad geographical coverage makes the Corolla less susceptible to geopolitical tensions, such as the ones existing between China and the United States. However, this does not seem to be enough to shield the Corolla from the rising tide of electric vehicle demand, as evidenced by the Model Y sales surge. And Toyota's brand loyalty and long-standing reputation for reliability and value have ensured three other models from its stable, Hilux, the RAV4, and the Camry, are also among the top five. The RAV4 and Camry are masterfully designed with an eye of developed markets, offering advanced features, safety, and comfort that appeal to these demographics. The Hilux, on the other hand, continues to be the vehicle of choice in emerging economies, thanks to its ruggedness and practicality. Now, these markets, consisting of developing economies, account for about one-fifth of global vehicle sales. It is this arena that Tesla is yet to conquer thoroughly. Although Tesla has made inroads into numerous markets worldwide, the company's presence in these emerging economies is relatively limited. And this could be a crucial factor in the months to come, as Model Y continues its fight to maintain the top position. Now, looking at the broader picture, though, the rise of Tesla's Model Y to the top of the global sales charts is symbolic of much more significant phenomenon. The rise of electric vehicles and the fact that an EV has potentially outsold every other combustion-powered car model worldwide is a testament to the shifting sands of consumer preferences and a likely indicator of where the automotive industry is heading. Now, such a shift, of course, brings about its set of challenges. While Tesla's ascent has been meteoric, the company's journey has not been without its share of roadblocks, from production delays and quality control issues to the sheer challenge of establishing a comprehensive charging infrastructure. Tesla's path to its current position has been paved with obstacles, yet there's no denying that Tesla, with Elon Musk at its helm, has been instrumental in legitimizing EVs as a viable alternative to traditional combustion engines. From once being viewed as a weird, high-priced gadget for the environmentally conscious, EVs, thanks largely to Tesla, have now entered the mainstream auto market, even going so far as to outsell the competition. This is particularly noteworthy, given that the Model Y is not an entry-level model. It is a premium offering, one that competes with high-end SUVs and commands a price tag to match. The fact that such a vehicle is topping sales charts is indicative of how far the public's acceptance of EVs has come. Moreover, the Model Y's success highlights the effectiveness of Tesla's overarching strategy. By focusing on performance, autonomous driving capabilities, and continual over-the-air software updates that enhance the vehicle's features over time, Tesla has created a product that continues to evolve long after it leaves a showroom. This emphasis on future-proofing the vehicles could be a key element driving the Model Y's sales success. Now, the Model Y is more than a car. It's a symbol of changing times, shifting consumer preferences, and the march towards an electric future. It represents the realization of Elon Musk's prediction the potential of electric vehicles, and the capacity of a newcomer to challenge established players in the auto industry. While the year is far from over, and things could change, 
There's no denying that the audio industry is standing at the precipice of a new era. And leading the charge is the Tesla Model Y and Elon Musk. Whether this trend continues, one thing's for certain, the auto industry will never be the same, and it's changing drastically. Thank you very much for listening to the Elon Musk podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now. I would greatly appreciate it. Recently, Ford Motor Company and Tesla announced a landmark agreement setting a new precedent for collaboration over competition in the electric vehicle space. That's right. Ford, one of the world's oldest automakers, and Tesla, the pioneering leader in electric vehicle technology, have joined forces. Starting next year, Ford EV owners will be able to charge their vehicles at any of Tesla's 12,000 supercharger stations in the United States. Ford and Tesla have agreed to a partnership that opens up Tesla's expansive supercharger network to Ford's EV owners starting next year. The news was broken by Ford CEO Jim Farley and Tesla CEO Elon Musk during a Twitter Spaces live stream, a platform Musk owns in addition to his role at Tesla. This move signifies an unprecedented collaboration between the two automotive giants in a bid to promote EV tech, boost customer experience, and tackle the infrastructure deficit surrounding EV charging stations. The agreement heralds an era of interoperability where Ford EV owners in the U.S. will have access to Tesla's 12,000 supercharger stations. Tesla's fast-charging infrastructure known for its quick and efficient energy delivery. Now, owners can conveniently manage access via Ford's mobile app, making charging as effortless as possible. Now, Elon Musk, during this announcement, conveyed his respect for Ford as a vehicle manufacturing company and expressed his excitement for the partnership. He stated, this is something we're super happy to support. And Musk's sentiments reflect the significance of this collaboration as a monumental step towards building an integrated and accessible EV charging network that benefits not only Tesla and Ford's customers, but the entire EV sector. Now, Ford also confirmed that its next-generation EVs will adopt Tesla-style charging ports instead of the prevalent combined charging system, the CCS chargers, used by most other EV manufacturers like General Motors, Audi, and Rivian. The shift is motivated by Tesla's considerable lead in charging station availability in the United States. Tesla's network significantly outweighs CS stations, meaning Ford's transition should ensure better accessibility and convenience for its customers. Far expressed his belief that the collaboration reflects a commitment by Tesla to prioritize customer experience, emphasizing the advantage it brings to Ford's EV customers. He pointed out for them to be able to have this benefit early next year already and not have to buy a new car is, I think, a real statement by you and the Tesla team. For existing Ford electric vehicles, an adapter will be required to use Tesla superchargers, which Tesla will develop and supply to Ford EV customers. Collaboration comes at a pivotal time. As American states progressively promote electric vehicle adoption, critics have highlighted the insufficient charging infrastructure especially along long highway stretches. This infrastructure gap potentially discourages many Americans from opting for electric vehicles. And the urgency of the issue is mounting. States, including California and New York, have passed laws restricting the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by 2035. And last November, in a bid to address this issue, Musk invited other EV manufacturers to produce vehicles using Tesla charging ports. Ford, with this announcement, has become the first major automaker to accept the offer. Quote, 
It's super hard making embedded electric architecture, Farley quipped during the event. And Farley announced that starting from early of 2024, Tesla superchargers, more than 12,000 in number, will be compatible with all Ford electric vehicles. This compatibility will extend to Ford's next generation EVs, which will come equipped with Tesla's North American charging standard, the NACS port, a standardized version of Tesla's prioritary charging system. Musk's philosophy towards the charging network is that Tesla superchargers should not be a walled garden. He envisions Ford and other automakers having equal access to dependable EV charging. This approach aims to encourage broad-based electric vehicle adoption, creating an ecosystem conducive to sustainable transport. And according to Ford, the adapter that Tesla will develop allows Ford EVs, including the F-150 Lightning truck, Mustang Mach-E, and E-Transit delivery van to interface with Tesla superchargers. And the adapter will enable compatibility with version 3 chargers that Tesla has recently begun to deploy. Additionally, Ford's next-generation EV platform, expected in 2025, will have built-in compatibility with Tesla's North American charging standard port. This development represents a significant leap since Tesla announced last year's decision to open up the charging standard to all other automakers. Now, Ford will also continue to invest in its Blue Oval charging network, projecting to add another 1,800 DC fast charging stations by early of 2024. This hybrid approach, supporting both Tesla's infrastructure and its own, will offer Ford's customers comprehensive coverage, ensuring that they will have charging options available to them, irrespectively of their location. Now, Tesla's supercharged network once exclusive to Tesla EV owners, has begun to broaden its scope to encompass non-Tesla EVs. This expansion comes in response to the Biden administration's $7.5 billion plan to make EV charging options more accessible to all Americans. And the superchargers employ a prioritary connector, a feature that initially set Tesla apart from other automakers. To enable non-Tesla vehicles to access these chargers, Tesla introduced the, quote, magic dock, which applies a CCS adapter to the connector. And the partnership announced occurred amidst heightened competition in the EV market. Tesla has historically enjoyed a dominant position in the burgeoning electric vehicle industry, but other manufacturers are increasing their offering of diverse EV options, providing alternatives to Tesla's top-selling Model Y. Both Tesla and Ford, in response to increased competition, have made strategic price cuts this year, with Tesla bringing the Model 3 sedan under the $40,000 mark. And despite these challenges, Ford has maintained a strong position in the EV market with some of the best-selling EVs in the industry. However, manufacturing difficulties, including faulty batteries that pose fire risks and disruptions in Mustang Mach-E production, have presented obstacles in Ford's path. The company addressed the battery issue and made improvements at the plant to enhance production processes. But these issues have temporarily slowed Ford's EV production. The company underwent restructuring last year, establishing separate businesses for its gas vehicles, now called Ford Blue, in its electric initiatives under Ford Model E. The name Model E was initially intended for Tesla's Model 3 car, but had to be changed to avoid infringement on Ford's trademark. Now, the rapport between Farley and Musk is well documented with instances of praise and friendly competition. And last year, Farley highlighted the fact that the F-150 Ford Lightning was in production and on the road while Tesla's Cybertruck was still in the pipeline. Both Tesla and Ford are also part of the National Charging Experience Consortium. 
an initiative aiming to improve charging infrastructure reliability by facilitating collaboration among national laboratories, EV equipment, original equipment manufacturers, or OEM, and also automakers. And this agreement between Ford and Tesla signals a paradigm shift in the EV industry as it displays an understanding that collaboration rather than competition may be the best path forward. If other automakers follow suit, the future of EV adoption in the U.S. could witness a significant acceleration. As Farley stated during the announcement, I think we need to start, I think the first step is to work together in a way we haven't, probably with the new EV brands and the traditional old companies.